Welcome to Episodes in Troubled Thinking, a podcast that explores the inside-out nature of life and how our thinking often gets us in trouble. This podcast is a collaboration between two transformative coaches, yours truly, Antti Vanhanen from Finland and Steve M. Nash from the UK. On this podcast, we take turns coaching each other on various topics and occasionally we'll discuss broader topics about being human. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Antti and Steve. Hello and welcome to Episodes in Triple Thinking. My name is Steve M. Nash and I'm speaking with Antti Vanonen today. Hello, Antti. Hello, Steve. How are you? I am fantastic. <laughs> that's uh, that's fantastic to hear. How are um, you doing? I am I am tired, uh, but very good. You know, you can be tired and some days you're tired and everything's just a struggle and... Uh, and, and um, just an uphill climb and today i'm i'm the kind of tired that i think i'm just positive and and uh and, and content and reflective so so hopefully that maintains at least for the duration of this call let's hope so um we are going to be talking about what i'm calling relaxing when relaxing when so for example i am um, building a sales page for something called how to be happy it's taken me a long time i possibly think i should be doing that rather than having this conversation with auntie and you so um, but i've decided no let's let's carry on and i will get back to it afterwards some part of me is okay with that some part of me is thinking i should be doing something else mm. so as i um I'm going to just introduce it slightly differently to that. I wrote, oh yes, why is it so difficult for me to relax when I have a lot of unfinished things to do? Or is that just me? Is this what perfectionism looks like? I know that there are several, I know that I relax, I find it easy to relax, but I know also that if there's something, if there's a big thing I've got to do, I find it difficult to relax and to not do that. I, and I, I know it's thinking, I know there's no problem with it, but I'm kind of fascinated by it, and I'm wondering, I'm wondering who else, I'm wondering what anybody else might get from a conversation around this. Hmm. Does this happen to you, Auntie, for example? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, I find that it happens even, even in, uh, the most the most uh, unexpected moments for example let's say you're supposed to you go and you're supposed to meet your friend somewhere at, at two o'clock and then you get there and and your friend doesn't show up and and you know it's it's ten past two and and I noticed that you know I'm restless I'm like the I'm in waiting mode you know something's the the moment is incomplete before my friend gets there and it's because my expectation is that the moment will be complete and then we can get on with whatever we're doing when my friends get friend gets there and uh so yeah so it, it you know these these things i think they're not just necessarily to do with to-do lists but they're also they happen in, in all kind of all, all sorts of forms in life yes i've started to notice when i go to out to eat in a restaurant I'm, I'm there's, there's various things that seem to be waiting to happen like uh, 
to be sat down, to be asked if I want a drink, to be given a menu, for the menu to be taken, for the food to arrive, for that dish to go, for the next dish to come, for the dish to be finished, for the bill to be given. Every one of those things, that I'm, there's this little, little impatience for the next moment. It's very, yeah. it's, um, it's, well, it's odd. And yeah, unrelaxing, and I guess I'm—I've always been like that, but I, I'm kind of noticing it now. Mm. And it's a bit like what you've just said. You just there's this waiting for the next moment. Yeah, that that our that our salvation or feeling of happiness or safety or or we're being entertained. The boredom is over. It, it it's it's in that moment coming up. And then, and as I was saying about my this sales page, which I've uh, been sort of working on for a week or so, maybe hmm. there's um, there's there's a sense of it should be quicker than this. Why is it taking me so long? Hmm. Other people would do it faster. There's also a sense of when it's up, then I can sell what I'm trying to sell. My uh -huh. have to be happy ecos. And when I can sell, I will get some money, and maybe I'll get some clients, and so it's important, and it, I need to be getting this finished. It mm. should be, you know, there's there's some sort of sense of importance yeah. to it in my mind. Mm. I know that you're um, in the process of writing a book, mm. or maybe you've finished the book. Maybe it's about to be published, but I imagine there's been some thinking about you getting that book finished. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I basically, it is now um, September 28th is today. And I finished writing more or less or doing most of my edits to the book in June. So it's been pretty much three full months since then. And uh, the reason the book isn't out is because my wife is um, doing the editing and because you know she has a pretty busy schedule herself and our daughter and and, and so forth uh getting ready for our for our next child which is who is due actually tomorrow um, so uh you know it's it's taken a long time and uh you know at times i feel exactly the way you do like ah, oh. you know it took me already a damn long time to write it it took too long and now you know it's taken this long for the editing it'll never be ready and sometimes i get really um i get a bit anxious and worked up about it and then i kind of realize well, well what uh, how is this helping and and uh then i kind of go back and say like well you know it'll be it'll be ready and out when it's out ready and out and uh but yeah it's it's um i think what, what all of this points to is that we are constantly bumping up against um our own expectations Yeah, of of I'm the sort of person that does this or this. I'm an author. I, I write books. I write book and it gets published. I I finish what I start. I don't take too long doing things. Yeah, exactly. Or just you know, this particular thing should have gone faster, or it should be ready by now, or you know, whatever it is uh, that that we have the expectation about. It can be those things, and then when reality and our expectations are in, in in conflict then i think the bigger the gap between the two i um i think the the more worked up we get about it it's, uh, i'm thinking as well that some things at stake mm. 
something important about me is at stake or I think it's at stake Mm. you know like if um, this is not quite related but if somebody if I'm if I'm if I'm uh, waiting for somebody and they don't arrive and I'm waiting I don't like waiting but also they don't respect me they don't respect my time they don't they don't love me they don't think much of me you know something about me is involved when it isn't but it, it, I think that but mm. all, this, this, this thinking malarkey is quite remarkable isn't it the way that we misuse it or, or the, the, how seriously we take what we think yeah exactly and, and, and I think the, what you just pointed to is that we have this there are certain facts that you know there are always for example we're supposed to meet our friend at 2 it is now 10 past 2 and they're not here those are facts but then we start telling us our minds start telling a story about those facts like what they must mean and then it's like oh they must must not you know respect me and they're always late they clearly don't um have respect for other people's time or or you know why do i even bother when they make me feel this bad or whatever else we start making all these stories up and uh and and then when the person shows up you know it can be sometimes a little bit hard to shake those thoughts and just be in that moment with that person Yes, I had. I went on um, a date in um, two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. I went. I spent an hour and a half to go by train, and I met this woman in uh, London. And I think it took me a couple of hours to get there, and she she wasn't there. She just wasn't there, and I, I think she decided to set off when I arrived, and so she ended up being there an hour later. And I was I spent about maybe five or six hours with this woman. Mm-hmm. But and within those five or six hours, I was still annoyed with her for the whole of the six hours. Yeah, because yeah. she was late. I was, you know, I, I just could, I couldn't shake it. Mm. I could not shake it. Yeah, that's that's a that's a, that's a good story, and I think we can all relate to to you know that story in in various ways. I've just, I think, because because of this inside out conversation that we're in and that I'm in with myself I'm sort of I'm just hearing my thoughts so much louder hearing the judgments hearing the impatience mm. rushing this 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 I, I I'll be I can relax when I'm just I'm much more aware of it and mm. and um, I guess it's good that I'm aware of it but it slightly disturbs me as well yeah that there's, there's just so much hurrying so little ease well not little ease but less ease than a thought hmm. i think it's also the, the the nature of the the voice in our heads um to be very much uh it's a warrior it's it's it, it worries it judges um it's always in a rush to get places and when we listen to it then then uh you know that's that's how our worldview becomes as well and and when we but when we stop kind of listening to it and just i don't know i like to say we relax into our deeper selves then then all of a sudden that that voice in our heads is more like just you know like an annoying commercial playing on the radio and you know we don't and just because we hear it doesn't mean that we have to buy into what it's saying and and buy the product that they're selling yes yes indeed hmm 
there's also this thing that we we compare ourselves a lot with with um, other people and each other and uh, I found this thing on the internet by accident I think on reddit and uh, uh, I've read this to you once but I'll read it again for the uh, benefit of our listeners uh, because I really think it it uh, kind of helps us put time and 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 where we should be at any given time into perspective so here goes Obama retired at 55 Trump started at 70 Sydney is three hours ahead of Perth but that doesn't make Perth slow someone graduated at the age of 22 but waited five years before securing a good job someone became a CEO at 25 and died at 50 while another became a CEO at 50 and lived to be 90 years Someone is still single while someone else got married. Everyone in this world works based on their time zone. People around you might seem to be ahead of you and some might seem to be behind you. But everyone is running their own race in their own time. Do not envy them and do not mock them. They are in their time zone and you are in yours. Life is about waiting for the right moment to act. So relax, you're not early. You're not late. You are very much on time. Yes, that's perfect for this. Thank you, Auntie. I'm. I mean, I'm. I kind of wanted to talk about this sort of relaxing when, when mm. something's done. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of. I just. I'm noticing it nearly in all parts of my day. Like after this conversation, I'm going to go to. Um, place called Slathwaite or Slawit. Mm-hmm. A, there's a lovely canal and there's a lovely coffee uh, cafe and it's I have coffee and um, something to eat and then I'll go for a walk on the canal and each part of the journey I measure out how long it will take and each part I'm I'm noticing I want to get there I want to get there I want to get there I want to come back so um. I, I notice this a lot in my life and it troubles me a little bit but I guess I guess simply put it's okay this is how I am is okay it's I'd kind of like not to be like this I'd kind of like to be a bit more relaxed and less impatient and Mm. more at ease with whatever I'm doing and however long it's taking and sometimes I am and sometimes I'm not yeah yeah, like, that's just that, really. That's yeah, and, just that. And I totally um, recognized in, that in myself as well. That you know, you look forward to one thing, and then when that thing arrives, rather than being fully with it, I'm kind of part of me is already looking forward to the next thing. And uh, I think one place to see this is um, you know when when you travel, and you know you get to the airport, and and everyone's in a in a rush to to get through the security check, and then. They then they get to the security check and then they wait a while, and then they can board the plane and then everybody is in a rush to board the plane, and exactly. then, and then when the plane lands, everybody's in a rush to leave the plane so that they can go wait for their luggage, and and we're always in a rush to go to that same next stage, even though it doesn't actually make us get to the end of that process any faster. No, I know. And when you're on the plane, you you want them to serve drinks and then you want them to serve food and then you want them to serve second drinks yeah or when is the film on or, you know there's just this yeah it's a constant kind of waiting for like an expectation or a hunger for for what's next what's next 
it's it's a little, little agitation, isn't it? Yeah. Agitating, and so we're allowing. We, as you said, it's like a t- TV advert, and we're just paying attention to it when we don't really need to. Yeah. It can go on. It, you know, we, we here we are. Here mm. we are. Um, I mean, when I've I've had a few conversations within the last month where maybe I'd like to have been doing something else, and I've I have spoken and we've had a good conversation and the moment's carried on and then I've continued with what I should have been doing or thought I should have been doing or I haven't and it hasn't made any difference particularly I don't think it has but I I think there's probably some sort of belief that I guess it's the same as when we have thinking that we feel we need to pay attention to it's it really sometimes it just feels important Mm. and like I'm 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 neglecting my work life or my or some part of my life. I'm neglecting if I don't listen. If I don't hurry, I'm neglecting myself. Mm. I'm I'm not obviously. Something about it, something about this this tendency to rush or hurry, feels important and feels like we shouldn't ignore it. Yeah, and I think there's a there's a certain element uh, in that feeling that. We're we're always looking for that next thing or next thing that, that that will make us happy or feel secure or content or so that we can relax, and and in that in that when we're in that caught up in that thought, I find that then I forget to really pay attention to what's happening right now, and to notice that you know this very moment right now it feels really imperfect. But it is it is kind of perfect in its own way. You know, it couldn't be any better in any way. It is what it is. You know, it's my it's my thought created reality right now. And and sometimes when I'm mindful enough to do it, and certainly not nearly as often as I would like, but when I when I catch myself in this in this thought and, and I realize like where am I in a rush to get to? Like like this moment is perfect just fine and and when i start to look around my like and pay attention to that moment i realize that there's nothing wrong with this moment actually that i don't need to be in a rush to go anywhere and that kind of changes the 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 whole experience quite a bit without me having to do any of the you know heavy lifting to change it to try anything to strategize i can just leave all that be and it just kind of it kind of happens and it's a it's a wonderful feeling when i when i uh Return to the present. Yeah, relax into the present moment. Relax into yourself. Mm. Sort of a way of moving that we don't do too often. Yeah, and I think. Yeah, exactly. And I was just going to say that when, uh, and I believe that when we are in the present moment, in the present moment, we have um, everything that we need. Um, You know, when we think about some some future moment and we think like oh you know that the you know the rent's gonna be due or you know this and this there's gonna be this big meeting and i'm not prepared and and whatever else the problem with that is that we think that we're not gonna have every any new thinking in that new moment that we think that all we have is is the thoughts that we have right now but just like right now we have all the thinking that we need to to survive and thrive in this exact moment we are gonna have those same resources available to us in any in any future moment as well so that to me is incredibly comforting because i kind of know that i am perfectly equipped to handle 
whatever present moment comes. But I'm not equipped to, to handle future moments in the present in my head. Yeah, but, but it kind of does, and I guess people think that they need to go into the head to to prepare for that for this the, 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 a future moment. They can't yeah. to help it. Yeah, my mom tells me like you know like if your book book becomes a big deal, you're gonna have to prepare yourself that you know some people are gonna be haters and some people are gonna be jealous and people are gonna you know misconstrue what you say. And I was like, how should I prepare for that? <laughs> you know. Like, should I be thinking about it in advance and worrying about it and fretting about it? Yeah. Or should I just get on with it? Yes, come to that bridge when... Cross that bridge when I come to it. Yeah, or burn cross it. When, that, yeah, I'll, I'll burn that bridge when I come to it. <laughs> well, that's an interesting way of speaking about yeah. it. No, and some part of this, you know, like we were talking about the present moment mm. and like being okay with this moment and however we're feeling... Like I, I could be feeling anxious um, about how long it's taking me to finish this page, yeah. and so then if I'm anxious, I, oh, I know I won't speak with you. I won't have this conversation. I'll I'll get on with it, so I don't, so I don't feel anxious. When really I could just feel anxious. Yeah, you know it will pass. As you mm. said, we also have new thought. I'll just anxiousness is just thought. It's just. It's just a thought. Mm. I don't, and it's it's this kind of not being at ease in the present moment is kind of is is all about our lack of ease with ourselves. Like if I if I really really truly knew I was okay innately, innately healthy, innately wise, nothing that could happen to me would ever bother me really. If that's what I, if that was what my reality was, then I really would not be bothered about how long things took me. I wouldn't be mm. bothered what people thought of me. I wouldn't be bothered that someone else did something quicker than me. These things just wouldn't bother me at all because because I, I'm me and they're them, and this is how long it's taking me, and that's that. And I wouldn't have to articulate it because it would just be true. Yeah. You know, like like I know you've. Um, You've spoken of your two-year-old, I think, how mm. she's fascinated and I want to do this, I want to do this, I don't want to do this. And then, now I don't want to do this, I want to do something else. Mm. And this isn't, she's not articulated that, it's just, it's just, she wants this and now she wants that. Just a fact. Yeah. And I think we, we don't have this fact of our, of our ease, of our wellness. We're not, we do have it, we're just, we're not aware of it. Yeah, there was um, um, I think I saw, I just I saw this article recently. Somebody posted it on Facebook, I think, and in some major Dutch cities, they had gotten rid of uh, the traffic lights for a couple of really busy intersections, and what they found was that traffic is actually more fluid now and moves faster than when they had traffic lights. And uh, and it's fascinating because if you think about that, you know what traffic lights do is. All they kind of have the ability to do is just like, okay, we can stop traffic now for a while before we let it go again. And the idea is that when we take turns, then then traffic will flow smoothly. But of course, it doesn't flow as smoothly as if everybody kind of, you know, if you've been to India or somewhere uh, and you realize yes. that, you know, the, the traffic is, is total chaos. Yes. And, and yet it somehow flows perfectly. There aren't these long waiting times like there are 
in, in, in Western countries without traffic lights. And I think perhaps that's a metaphor for how as adults kind of have learned to think, perhaps mistakenly learned to think that, you know, like, no, I can't follow that train of thought now. I must do this, finish doing this. And, and, and we try to kind of, you know, we put a red light on that thought thinking that we can get it back, whatever, like, uh, thought or feeling or insight we had that at moment we try to we shut it out and we just try to stick with this what we're going rather than perhaps following our our intuition more freely and obviously there are plenty of um, times in life when we can't do that like you might be driving on the road and you just say like you know what I think I'm just gonna write an email now because I really feel like writing this email to my <laughs> yes. friends no you, you know that's not a good idea but even then you can still choose like well, maybe I just pull over for a while and I write that email and now that it's really coming, like it's fresh in my mind. Um, so I think the more, the less we try to control how we, where, how our minds work and, and, and even where our attention goes, I think in many ways we can, uh, our minds will operate perhaps a bit more optimally. Yes, I kind of call that getting out of the way. Yeah. Or sort of get out of the way. Mm, that's um, a good way to put it, yeah. Um, and I wrote down I, when you were speaking that we believe that thinking keeps us safe. Mm. You know, I, I, when I can work it out in my head, then I'll be able to go forward. And, yeah. and obviously, thinking is really useful and it guides us and it steers us. But we we we've kind of abandoned ourselves to our minds and our thoughts. Yeah, it's kind of like um, you know, if you think traditional psychotherapy is that if you've had a bad experience in, in in your past and so then psychotherapy is kind of like well let's go and talk about that bad thing bad thing that happened in in your past and how did that make you feel and what kind of thoughts did it make you have in the as if the assumption is that we can logically think our way out of this this feeling and we don't realize that you know the whole feeling is is thought generated it was th- thought to begin with so how could we possibly feel differently if we just keep rummaging around in the same thoughts that we had to begin with? And I think Sidney Banks, he said that uh, going back to those like hurtful thoughts uh, and thinking is going to, you know, make them heal us, make, make them go away and heal us is sort of the same thing as sticking your head into the oven and, and burning it and then sticking it into the oven again, thinking that it will heal it. Yeah. It's uh, an innocent misunderstanding, as to use an expression. Yeah, but I mean, you know, even even you and me, I mean, we can both attest to the fact that even though we know that that this is how it works, occasionally we forget and we try to think ourselves out of our thought-created reality, <laughs> and and it doesn't work. It almost never works. No, I know. I mean, I know some. You know, I could see something on the news or I could notice something on Facebook or or I could get a text message and something about that, what I've noticed, I've got this awful feeling, you know, maybe, or I don't know, whatever it is. And I've, I know I've created that. I do that all the time and I just kind of allow it, allow myself to do it. And, and sometimes I can't help but go into my thoughts and think about what does it mean and why did they do that and what should I be doing and, and off we go. And I, I can't help it. I can't help it. But I do it less. I do it less because 
I kind of know that that's not where the answers lie. Exactly, exactly. Even though you forget it time to time, most of the time you don't. And that prevents you from making, uh, you know, like turning a bad feeling into bad behavior. Um, yes, I mean, I, I do it, I go into my head more than I'd like. But I do it less than I used to do. That's how I how I say say it to people. You yeah. know, there's this slight impatience of progress that I know that people have clients in particular. They're always oh, I'm feeling more relaxed, but I want to I want to be more relaxed. I want this to happen less, and then and thus the judging continues. And it's it's hmm, it's it's kind of just a, it's returning to being okay. Yeah, and I had a I had a coach that coached me once, and uh, one of the things that he said he he really um, helped me he, like get really have a strong insight. He said that try spending a little bit less from the neck down, you know, rather than always being you know like uh, spending time from the neck up. In other words, in our heads, thinking about things, and just being the world, feeling and uh, you know rooted to the ground, and and just with whatever is. And and that that really hit a hit a deep chord with me somehow that I saw that in that moment that I had a problem when I was talking to him. As soon as he said that, I, I saw the truth of the fact that I was so up in my head about it that that's what the problem was. And the problem as soon as I came out of there, you know, it didn't seem like a problem anymore. And I and my mind started to relax because I wasn't stirring around in there. That's fascinating. I mean, I love that, but I was curious how, how, how you did coming from your head into your body. Did it just happen? Just, did, it, did that noticing just, did it just happen automatically? Yeah. It, it's not like, you know, I sat down and like, oh, how do I feel? But more kind of, oh, yeah. Kind of, because I find that when I get so lost in my head, I even forget that I have a body for a moment. Or I certainly forget how my body is feeling in the moment. And it's sort of like, oh. Well, how does the body feel? And then you kind of start noticing things. And, and as soon as your focus, at least my, in my case, when my focus goes into, oh, this is how I'm feeling now, then that attention is away from the head and that attention is not stirring uh, up more thought. And uh, that's, that's how the mind, you know, in my case, certainly um, began to clear up. So you kind of, you kind of could tell... Oh yeah, I am in my head. Yeah. Oh gosh, that's that's a bit daft. I don't need to be here. Yeah, exactly. And I and I and as soon as he said it, it was just like, of course, yeah, that's obvious. Yeah. It was it was one of yeah, these. Yeah. I felt daft that why didn't I see this before? But I didn't see it because I was so up in my head stirring. So. Yeah, and and like so, he kind of pointed out the obvious, and in this particular case, that worked for you. Yeah, exactly. You went, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then you're almost kind of going, oh, that's what it is. And then you, because you kind of can see that's what it is, you relax. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I like that, Auntie. I mean, there's, there's lots of ways that you can return to yourself, isn't there? Mm -hmm. there's, lots, there's lots of little guidances that work in this moment. And you can make them into like a practice if you want them, but that's probably not useful. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just kind of... Rem it's just finding a way to remind yourself how life works what yeah. you're actually experiencing that you're okay come back to this moment yeah these are words 
lots of words, but there's we, we kind of know when we when we're there, we kind of know. Mm. We know we you know you'll have felt yourself a certain way, won't you? When when he said that, you'll have just kind of you'll have just come back in touch with yourself again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That's nice. Yeah. Um, do you have any any last thoughts you'd like to um, like to share, or shall we just end it really abruptly? Um, well, I thought we I thought we was done after ten minutes actually, and uh, I was I thought we was going to have like a fifteen minute conversation, but I kind of like how it's unfurled. Um, I hope it's been useful. Mm. I'm I'm kind of okay with what we've said. I I'm gonna. I will continue today to be impatient and to hurry and to to want the next moment, and I'm just going to carry on observing that and noticing it uh-huh. without too much judgment and see. I'm just going to see how that goes and be slightly amused at myself. Sounds good. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, is it good for you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm happy with uh, with where we are and uh, whether our audience agrees, then uh, that's a whole other matter. But we can't really control it, so so that's all good. Let's uh, let's end it here. Okay, thanks, Ante, and speak to you in a week's time. Thanks, Steve, and uh, talk to you all again next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to episodes in troubled thinking if you've enjoyed our podcast we would really appreciate it if you took a minute to leave an honest review on itunes because this will help other listeners discover us as well we hope you have a great week and we'll be back with a brand new episode next week